At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's the look ahead here on Beeson. I'm Scott Seidenberg, always on Twitter at Scott on Air. It is Thursdays. We look ahead to week three in the NFL, and it will all kick off tonight with the Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans. Yes, that is the first quarterback storyline of the week with rookie Davis Mills getting his first career start for the Texans as they prepare on a short week to take on the Carolina Panthers. Bad spot for Davis Mills. The Carolina Panthers have been so impressive this season, uh, especially on defense. Through the first two weeks, they have only allowed 21 points. Yes, that is how impressive they have been defensively. And now they get to go up against a rookie quarterback with a short week. You know that the entire playbook is not going to be available to Davis Mills. So you're probably going to have to simplify the playbook going up against this Panthers defense um, this season so far. They have only allowed, uh, as I mentioned, 21 total points. They've only allowed the three touchdowns. They've allowed only 22 first downs this season compared to the 46 that they've converted on offense. Their third down efficiency, they're holding teams to 25% on third down efficiency. And uh, they've done a tremendous job of, um, you know, taking care of the football while creating turnovers. Uh, offensively, Sam Darnold has had a resurgence since leaving New York, and that happens sometimes. Players sometimes just need to change the scenery, and maybe getting out of New York was good for Sam Darnold, but he is reunited with Robbie Anderson. He's got Christian McCaffrey, Matt Rule as a head coach, Joe Brady, offensive coordinator, and this Carolina Panthers team is off to a very impressive 2-0 and start. Houston Texans won in week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars, a game that people didn't really give them credit for uh, or before the game think that they were going to win because before the season started, the storylines with Deshaun Watson and, and the lack of talent on this Houston Texans team, people really felt that this was going to be the worst team in the league, playing for the number one overall pick, trying to get themselves the quarterback of the future. Tyrod Taylor comes in, and he's been very effective for them, played well. They beat the Jaguars. They go and they compete hard against a much better Cleveland Browns team. They cover the big line. They lose by 10, but they cover the big line. And Taylor goes down with an injury. Davis Mills comes in, and now Davis Mills has to take over as the starting quarterback here against this Panthers team. 
Again, bad spot for uh, Mills, bad spot for the Texans. I know they're home, and I know they're a home underdog, which is attractive in the NFL, especially on Thursday nights in a short week. Thursday nights usually benefit the home team rather than the road team. But to me, this is just a mismatch. I've gone with the Carolina Panthers in my survivor pool, taking them to win, and I got the Panthers in a teaser, getting them below a field goal, getting them at minus two. Uh, Other quarterback news around the league. Justin Fields will get his first career start for the Chicago Bears as uh, they get ready to take on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Is uh, Andy Dalton dealing with the knee injury considered week to week? And I know that Matt Nagy came out and said that if healthy, Andy Dalton's the starting quarterback. But maybe Justin Fields can play his way into this job. Uh, eventually he's going to take over, right? Justin Fields is going to be the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears eventually. But is he ready just yet? There is a reason why Justin Fields was not named the starter for week one of the season. And I don't think it has to do with the fact that Andy Dalton is just is better than him. <laughs> I think it's because maybe he's not ready. And sometimes it takes rookies time to adjust to the NFL, time to adjust to the NFL life, adjust to the NFL game, the speed of the game, the, the uh, intelligence factor that it takes. And he needs, they need time. It was only up until a couple of years ago where rookies were expected to come in and play right away and succeed right away. It wasn't always the case. Traditionally, rookies would sit and they would learn whether it was for several weeks or maybe even for a season or two. I mean, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre. We know that story for uh, several seasons. But even in New York, Eli Manning came in and sat for six weeks behind Kurt Warner. And the Giants actually had a winning record that season. But then they handed the reins over to Eli, knowing that he was the quarterback of the future. And uh, the season winds up going down the drain. Kurt Warner goes to Arizona, leads them to a Super Bowl. But we know what happened. Eli Manning wins two Super Bowls, likely headed towards the Hall of Fame, right? So uh, everything happens according to the way that the team plans it. For Justin Fields, they could have very easily said that he's the starter in week one, throw him to the fire like the New York Jets did with Zach Wilson. But maybe Matt Nagy and company believe that Justin Fields needs more time. And that's why he was not the starting quarterback, but he is thrust into this role now with the injury to Andy Dalton, and we'll see how he plays. I, for one, am going to back the Cleveland Browns in this one uh, going up against the rookie quarterback. The Browns are a much better football team than the Chicago Bears, even with Justin Fields, no matter who's at quarterback for the Bears. So teasing with the Panthers, I'm going to tease the Browns. We'll take the Browns at minus one. We'll take the Panthers at minus two. That's going to be my two-team tease for Thursday night and for Sunday. Other quarterback news, as there's a lot this week. Jacoby Brissett will start for the Miami Dolphins against the Las Vegas Raiders. To a tongue of Iloa, it was originally thought that he was dealing with bruised ribs, but Coach Brian Flores referred to them on uh, Wednesday as fractured ribs. So Tua is out. Don't know how long. He will not play in this game on Sunday against the Raiders. So Jacoby Brissett will be the starting quarterback. The Raiders are a four-point favorite in this game. The total is 45. The Raider defense has played well through the first two games of the season. They've done a tremendous job getting after the quarterback. They are one of the top-rated pass rushers, according to Pro Football Focus, through the first two weeks of the season. So Jacoby Brissett certainly going to have his hands full with this Raiders pass rush. And for the Raiders, Derek Carr was questionable going into this game, but head coach John Gruden said that Carr, with an injured ankle, is likely to play. He dealt with the injury for the, a large part of that game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and hard to argue that few quarterbacks have been better than Derek Carr to start the season so far through two weeks here in the NFL. Raiders, again, four-point favorites over the Miami Dolphins. Ben Roethlisberger, speaking of that Steelers game, uh, he injured his pectoral muscle, so he's been dealing with an injury. No word yet on his status officially for Sunday. Mike Tomlin uh, hasn't really said much. According to some reports out of Pittsburgh, Ben is likely to play or rather has a chance a good chance to play but he is dealing with pain every time he throws the football pain and injuries and missing practice no stranger to ben roethlisberger he's been through this 
many times throughout his career. If he doesn't practice all week, he can still play. Uh, that's what separates Ben from some of the other quarterbacks in this league. So I'm not too worried, but I do like the Bengals in that spot. They were catching four. It's now down to three uh, with the Steelers as a field goal favorite there. But again, you have to monitor the status of Ben Roethlisberger. And if he is dealing with too much pain when he throws the football, how much is he going to throw the football? Is he going to throw the football down the field? Is it going to be a lot of dink and dunks? Are they going to try and run the ball more against this Bengals front? Uh, the Steelers' offensive line has not been good so far this season. The Steelers' offense has not been good so far this season. Their defense has kept them in games. Their defense was the reason they won against Buffalo. Uh, their offense, the reason why they lost against the Raiders. Uh, the other quarterback story is Carson Wentz. No word yet on his status for Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. He is dealing with not one, but two sprained ankles. Now, he did tell reporters that one of them is worse than the other one. He was not wearing a walking boot, although he did not practice on Wednesday. He said they're trying everything, all the treatment options to get him ready to play on Sunday. If he can't go, it will be Jacob Eason going against the Titans, and the Titans are a five-and-a-half-point favorite over the uh over the Indianapolis Colts in that one. So that's your quarterback update around the league. Let's take a look at those lines and uh, see if anything has changed. As I mentioned, Panthers are eight points over the Houston Texans. The Browns, seven-point favorite over the Chicago Bears. Baltimore Ravens, nine-point favorites over the Lions. The Cardinals are seven points over the Jaguars. That one was at seven and a half. It is now down to seven. No movement between the Chiefs and the Chargers. That is a six-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, the Saints and Patriots have moved. It was a field goal spread. It is now two and a half. The Patriots minus 120 at that two and a half line. Colts, as I mentioned with the Titans, five and a half points is that line. The Washington football team, this line continues to move. It was north of eight. Now it is at seven and a half. The Bills are seven and a half point home favorites against Washington. Washington plus seven and a half, though, is at minus 115. This line could find itself down to a touchdown. Uh, I like the Bills in this matchup, but it's interesting to see money coming in on the Washington football team dropping this line. Giants are three-point favorites over the Falcons. Steelers, three points over the Bengals, as we mentioned earlier. The Jets and Broncos, that moved down a bit. It was at 10.5. It is now down to 10, but that 10 is minus 115 for the Denver Broncos. Raiders are four points over the Dolphins, as we mentioned. The Tampa Bay Bucks, one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Rams. When this line opened up, the Rams were a one-and-a-half-point favorite. It has now shifted all the way to the Bucks as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. The Vikings are one-and-a-half-point dogs against the Vikings. It was at one. It went up to two. Now it's back down to one-and-a-half. The Packers, we talked about this on Monday night. They opened up at plus four against the 49ers. It is now down to a field goal. So people putting in money on the Packers, although the 49ers at minus three, it is at minus 120. And then Monday Night Football, Cowboys and Eagles, the Cowboys are a three and a half point favorite. That one opened up at four. So they are three and a half point favorites over their division rival, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, that's the lines going up here for um, these games here coming up on the NFL Week 3 slate and an update on your quarterback injury uh, news. But let's get specifically more into Thursday Night Football. We'll go over the props, and I'll give you some official plays coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the look ahead. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always follow on Twitter at Scott's on air or at VSIN live. Thursday Night Football tonight kicks off week three in the NFL with the Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans. If you're looking at the betting splits data currently for that game, 73% of the bets and 83% of the handle is on the Panthers at minus eight. In terms of the total, which is at 43, 72% of the bets and 62% of the handle is on the over. For reference, overs in primetime games this season are 6-0. and oh. Again, 6-0 and oh, primetime overs this season. Let's take a look at this game, some of the lines and some of the props that you can wager on here. The Panthers, as we mentioned, an eight-point favorite uh, in this game. If you're looking at the first half line, the Panthers are minus 4.5 for the first half. That is juiced at minus 115, according to DraftKings, with a first half total of 21 and a half. And uh, the game total, as we mentioned, is at 43. Uh, I think the Carolina Panthers win this football game. Uh, I'd be cautious going and laying the full eight points, which is why I've played this one as a teaser piece, getting the uh, Panthers at under a field goal here against the Texans. And in my opinion, and I've mentioned it before, I just think it's a bad spot for the Houston Texans. Rookie quarterback Davis Mills making his first career start now on a short week going up against an elite Panthers defense that has been very impressive through the first two weeks of the season. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Panthers in a teaser piece. Not going to lay the full eight, uh, but I do think the Panthers win this football game. In fact, I have taken them as my survivor pick. That's locked and loaded, so no change going on there. Hopefully I survive in advance to week four. Uh, But let's take a look at some props here in this game. Touchdown scorer props. Christian McCaffrey is minus 250 to score a touchdown in this game. So uh, if you're going to bet on anybody, he is as much of a lock as they come to score a touchdown in this game. Uh, In fact, an interesting one uh, that I would look at is for Christian McCaffrey to score two touchdowns. In fact, that line is plus 225 McCaffrey to score two or more touchdowns. If you're going to bet on him to score, Instead of instead of laying the uh, minus two fifty for him to score a touchdown, I would actually go with him to score two touchdowns at plus two twenty five or plus three thirty for him to score the first touchdown of the game. Two other Carolina Panthers are the next favorites in terms of anytime touchdown scores: DJ Moore at plus one ten and Robbie Anderson at plus one seventy five. Brandon Cooks is at plus two hundred. Brand uh, Mark Ingram is at plus two twenty five. An interesting one that I saw, the Carolina Panthers' defense is at plus 350. Normally, when you look at defenses and uh, them to score, it's much higher odds. For example, the Houston Texans' defense is plus 750 to score a touchdown. But when you have a team whose defense is playing at the level that the Carolina Panthers are playing at through the first two games of the season, combined with the fact that you're going up against a rookie, making his first career start in Davis Mills. And perhaps that's a good recipe for the Panthers to either uh, pick one off and run it back for a touchdown or maybe a strip sack fumble picked up and uh, scoop and score. So Panthers' defense to score is plus 350 in uh, this game. 
Let's take a look at the quarterback props. Sam Darnold and Davis Mills. Sam Darnold over under is 265 passing yards. He has gone over that in both games to start the season here for the Carolina Panthers. And Davis Mills, a low number at 211 and a half. The only reason why I would lean towards the over for Davis Mills is because of game script. I do think that they will be trailing. I, I said that I think that the Carolina Panthers win this game. So if the, the Panthers have a lead and the Texans are coming from behind, he's going to be throwing the ball, especially in the second half. And that's where you can get some garbage time yardage and he could finish with over 211 and a half because of the need for them to come back and chase points. Passing touchdowns. Darnold over one and a half is minus 160. Davis Mills over one and a half is plus 180. Uh, so there is your line there for the quarterbacks. Let's take a look at the running back wide receiver props. Christian McCaffrey's rushing total over 82 and a half. Christian McCaffrey's receiving total, though, is at 49 and a half. He has gone over that 49 and a half in both games this season. So I actually lean towards the Christian McCaffrey receiving prop rather than the Christian McCaffrey rushing prop. Again, over 49 and a half for McCaffrey receiving his rushing yardage is 82 and a half. Uh, elsewhere, you're looking at the receiving props for DJ Moore. His total is 67 and a half. Uh, he has topped that in both of the games this year. Robbie Anderson is at 43 and a half. And if you're betting on Robbie Anderson's total, you're really hoping for a long touchdown from Robbie Anderson. He is the deep threat for Sam Darnold. He had the 57-yard touchdown against the uh, Jets, I believe it was, and, and uh, that's about it for Robbie Anderson. You know, he's not a guy that's going to rack up the receptions. DJ Moore is the guy who's going to have the receptions. In fact, DJ Moore's total of receptions, five and a half is the over-under for him, while uh, you know Robbie Anderson's at three and a half. So DJ Moore is more of the possession guy. He gets more targets, but Robbie Anderson is the deep threat for Sam Darnold. So uh, he catches a long one, and all it takes is one to get that over 43 and a half. Uh, in fact, here's a good one. Longest reception for Robbie Anderson is 18 and a half, and that's minus 125 at DraftKings. I would go over that because uh, Robbie Anderson doesn't usually catch short passes. I mentioned he's a deep threat. He had the 50-something yard touchdown. So I would go over 18 and a half for the longest reception for Robbie Anderson, thinking Sam Darnold at least takes one shot down the field and will uh, hit him on one shot. Might not be a touchdown, but he will hit him on a shot down the field. So I'll take the over 18 and a half for the longest reception for Robbie Anderson. Christian McCaffrey. His uh, rushing plus receiving yards prop, 136 and a half. Uh, I do think he goes over the receiving prop. Does he go over the rushing prop? Possibly. He could break a long one. He also could get some carries late in the game. Although, uh, you know, if the Texan, if the uh, Panthers are winning late in the game, maybe McCaffrey's not in the game, or maybe he is as they try to uh, rush the uh, run the game out and win this one. So, uh, again, my favorite plays here for the prop bets. Uh, McCaffrey to score two touchdowns. That is at plus 225. So McCaffrey, two touchdowns, plus 225. McCaffrey over his receiving yardage prop of 49 and a half. And then I'll go Robbie Anderson over 18 and a half longest reception. So those are three props that I will play here for this game. Uh, let me look here. Yeah, minus 125 is the Robbie Anderson one here. And then that's the only one that's really of the juice because the Christian McCaffrey over on receiving yards is at uh, minus 115. So not a lot there. And then, of course, the plus 225 on McCaffrey to score two touchdowns. That might be the best bet of the day. I think that McCaffrey absolutely has two touchdowns. Now, look, don't, don't you think Christian McCaffrey is sitting here looking at what Aaron Jones did on Monday Night Football with the four touchdowns, thinking like, hey, Feed me the ball. I will score multiple times against this Texans team. And uh, I think that's what he's going to be going for. I think he can get a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown, which is why I like the uh, multiple touchdowns for Christian McCaffrey. He is plus 30 to score the first touchdown of the game. So two or more touchdowns, uh, Christian McCaffrey is at plus 225. You want to get adventurous to score three or more touchdowns. On DraftKings. 
We might have to make a phone call. Christian McCaffrey to score three touchdowns on Thursday Night Football is plus 1,000. If there was a game that it can happen, don't you think this would be the game against the Houston Texans? You're an eight-point favorite. The Texans gave up 31 points to the Cleveland Browns last week. They gave up 21 points to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Collectively, the Browns, or excuse me, the Texans, as a team, have allowed, let's see here, seven total touchdowns this season. They have allowed. They have allowed, uh, I want to see the rushing yards. They have allowed 232 rushing yards this season. They've allowed three rushing touchdowns in two games. Okay. They've allowed three rushing touchdowns in two games. But again, doesn't have to be rushing. McCaffrey can get one receiving touchdown and then a couple of rushing touchdowns. Let's have some fun. Let's, why don't we do that? Let's have some fun. Maybe I'll go down there to the, the counter here at, at Circa and see if I can get that in there, if they have, if they have that prop bet available. Plus 1,000, Christian McCaffrey to score three touchdowns. Let's have some fun. Here on Thursday Night Football, I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. I'm going to go over one of my college football picks that I've locked in here for this weekend. Coming up next, uh, it's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Follow us all on the network here at VSIN Live. Be sure to head to vsin.com to find out all the ways you can watch and listen to VSIN. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here. The look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network, as we look ahead to the college football weekend. And uh, my best bets will be available in the vsin.com best bets article, which will come out on uh, a little later on today. Um, I've already given you a play that I had on Friday night, and I'll talk about a play that I have on Saturday as well. At first glance of this game, I was actually, I'll be honest with you, I was actually on the other side. Why? Because historically, and you know, through this season as well, I bet underdogs. That's what I do. 8-2-1 uh, and one is my record in college football this season. I'm not bragging. I'm just giving you the stats. And uh, I, I have bet a lot of underdogs. But I do like some favorites this week. And I'm going to go with some road chalk. I have been talked into the opposite side of this game. At first glance, between Kentucky and South Carolina, I said, home dogs? South Carolina? Quarterback Luke Doty getting the start? The crowd's going to get crazy? Sandstorm's going to be playing before the game? Uh, I thought, hey, no-brainer, right? Then I actually thought about it. Then I actually broke down the game and broke down the teams. And then I talked to some people, and I found out that I was just not thinking clearly. And I was a little bit a victim of the moment. Not the moment, but like the the, the situation. Forget about the situation. One football team is much better than the other football team. Kentucky is a much better football team than South Carolina. Kentucky has the coaching advantage with Mark Stoops against first-year coach Shane Beamer. Coaching advantage, better roster, better team. What am I missing here? I love the fact that this line is under a touchdown. If it was over a touchdown, I think I'd take South Carolina. But I actually do think that Kentucky wins this and wins this one rather handily. I can see it being a double-digit win. First off, we have to acknowledge that Kentucky was awful last week against Tennessee Chattanooga. They escaped with a victory. They turned the ball over too much. 
Quarterback Will, Le- uh, quarterback, uh, Will Levi throw, th- turn the ball over three times, two interceptions and a fumble. Can't turn the football over and win football games, right? Uh, but I actually think that that game is going to help Kentucky going on the road here against South Carolina. Because now Mark Stoops can use that game as a teaching moment for his team to get them to refocus for an opponent that they should beat in South Carolina. You can't take any team lightly in college football. It doesn't matter what the logo is on the helmet. You can't take anybody lightly. And I think that Mark Stoops will look for his team to have a much more focused approach, a much more disciplined approach, and they'll flex their muscles in a game that they really should win. Uh, Last week, it was South Carolina getting rolled by Georgia 40 to 13. Of course, they were, that was going to happen. Georgia is one of the best teams in the country. You guys know I, I've talked about it many times on this program. I have a big time future on Georgia over 10 and a half wins. I think they're going undefeated this year, especially into the uh, SEC title game. And I think that they have a good chance of beating Alabama in the SEC title game. Georgia's going to be a college football playoff team, in my opinion. They're that good. So no surprise that they rolled over South Carolina 40-13. to But in that game, South Carolina's defense allowed 307 yards in the air. And Kentucky comes into this game passing for 284 yards per game. Okay? Their running game has also been strong. They're averaging close to 200 yards per game on the ground. Chris Rodriguez averaging 6.4 yards per carry. And while South Carolina does get a boost with Luke Doty at quarterback, I don't think it'll be enough against this Kentucky defense. Uh, They're still doing a decent job of getting after the quarterback. And really, again, I'll go back to the spot last week. It's a wake-up call. It's a lesson. I think that the situation might be better for South Carolina if Kentucky rolled over. Chattanooga last week. They were 30-somewhat point favorites. If they blew them out by 40 points and they were coming into this game off of a, a, a game that they just you know cruised in, I think it would be a different story. But the fact that they struggled, the fact that they had to fight against a team that they were over 30-point favorites against, well, I think that's going to serve as a wake-up call and a teaching moment for Mark Stoops and for Kentucky going on the road here, picking up a big win that will rise them up in the rankings and set up a potential top 25 matchup against Florida next week. That's what I think is at stake here for Kentucky. Now, everyone knows that Georgia, and and I've said it obviously because I think that they're going to the college football playoff, Georgia is the team to beat in the SEC East. That's not going to change, right? They are going to win the SEC East. Um, they have, uh, you know, the schedule right in front of them. They, they you know, they're going to handle their business. Uh, well, I'm looking at Alabama right now, but, you know, Georgia, let's see Georgia's remaining schedule. Um, Georgia has to play Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, Florida, Mizzou, Tennessee. They have a Charleston Southern game and then Georgia Tech. All right, so let's see what happens in that Georgia-Kentucky game coming up. Uh, but that game is in Athens, so you know Georgia's going to be a massive favorite. Georgia's already a big favorite against Florida in Jacksonville. I still think they're going undefeated. But Kentucky's got a real shot this season to be the second-place team in that SEC East. You know, Florida already has the loss. And Florida, and, and if they beat Florida next week, that which we know how important that game is, but it doesn't mean anything unless they win this game against South Carolina. Uh, Because if they beat Florida, then the season is right in front of them. Kentucky can finish the year. uh, Even if they lose to Georgia, they got, you know, LSU's a tough game, but that game is at home. And then they got Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, New Mexico State, Louisville to end the year. You know, there's a real chance for this Kentucky team to be the second-place team in the SEC East, which uh, means a major bowl game. That would be a tremendous season for Mark Stoops to get this team to be the second-place team in the SEC East and, and see where uh, where they end up at the end of the year. But 
It's going to come down to that Florida game next week. But the Florida game means nothing if you lose to South Carolina. So I know some people might think it's a look-ahead spot. It's dangerous. No, it's not a look-ahead spot. It's not dangerous because all you're looking ahead to right now is this game for Kentucky against South Carolina. That's all you're looking forward to because this game right now is the most important game on their schedule. If you win this game, then you could start talking about next week against Florida because then that will become the most important game on their schedule. And then if they win that, guess what? It's going to be the next game that's the most important game on their schedule and then the next game that's most important game on their schedule. One game at a time mentality. Mark Stoops is a veteran head coach. He's been around for a while. Uh, I think this is his ninth year maybe at Kentucky. Meanwhile, Shane Beamer, it's his first year coaching in the SEC. And, well, he had his first taste of the SEC last week getting blown out by Georgia. Welcome to the SEC, right? But now you're at home. You got the crowd behind you. And you're a home underdog against Kentucky. Me? Throw this out. Throw the, uh, the, the records out. Throw the decals out on the helmet. Throw the crowd out. Everything out of the equation schedule. And let's just look at Team A versus Team B. Team A in Kentucky is head and shoulders above South Carolina right now. That's the bottom line. One team is just much better than the other. And so I expect Kentucky to go on the road and handle their business convincingly against South Carolina coming up on Saturday. It's a rare spot for me. Betting a favorite. I know. Scott, what are you doing betting favorites? You're an underdog better. What are you doing? I know. I know. I just think this is a very good spot, and uh, I think Kentucky does roll in this game. Uh, we'll have some more college picks coming up uh, on tomorrow's show. Uh, I might, I have two that are official. I'll probably have a couple of more, and um, just like last week, maybe we'll have some fun and do a little underdog money line parlay. Last week, we hit three or four underdogs. Florida State, urgh, we could have hit that nice underdog money line parlay. We might have another one here coming up on Saturday, so uh, we'll take a look at that uh, coming up tomorrow. But coming up next, let's take a look at the Major League Baseball slate for Thursday and give you official plays. Hey, we've won back-to-back days with our baseball plays. Let's see if we can make it three in a row, and then, of course, we'll uh, remind you about the prop plays and the bets for Thursday Night Football between the Panthers and the Texans. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, Over Under, and Against the Spread bets. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Scott Seidenberg back here with you on the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network, as uh, we look ahead to the action that's coming your way here on Thursday in Major League Baseball. Now, we talked about the playoff races, how they are heating up with uh, just a couple of games left, about 10 games or so, nine for some uh, in Major League Baseball. The American League wildcard race is going to be fantastic. It's the, the way it's going to finish is incredible. Red Sox are they're red hot. They've won seven straight games. Only the Cardinals are hotter than the Red Sox. The Cardinals have won 11 straight games, and the Cardinals look like they have locked up, or they will lock up, the National League wildcard. They're four and a half games up on both the Reds and the Phillies. The Red Sox, meanwhile, winners of seven straight, eight of their last ten. They are two games up on the Yankees for the first wild card. The Yankees are just a half game up on the Blue Jays for the second wild card. The Yankees will play the Red Sox for three games starting on Friday, and then will face the Blue Jays for three games after that. The American League wild card will be determined over the next six games, the next seven days. We will find out uh, even more about these teams. But let's take a look at Thursday's slate and where we can pick up on advantages. If you've been following along with uh, our daily best bets, uh, if you get the best bets emails, uh, courtesy of uh, being a vcin.com subscriber, well, here's what we have done. We have played the Yankees and the Phillies on the Moneyline Parlay three straight days. Day one, it didn't work out. Why? Because the Phillies got blanked by the Orioles. I, I don't know how, but they just didn't score against the Baltimore Orioles. We played, We went back to the well for the second straight day and then the third straight day, and it hit both the second day and it hit yesterday. So the Yankees and Phillies both winning on Tuesday and both winning on Wednesday. We also said that if you wanted to make it a three-team parlay, you can throw the Red Sox in there, and they won as well. So we hit all of our parlays here on uh, Wednesday. Now, as far as Thursday is concerned, looking at this Major League Baseball slate, Starts off uh, with the Cardinals and the Brewers. Adam Wainwright against Adrian Hauser. The Cardinals, as I mentioned, red hot, have won 11 straight games. They are even money, while the Brewers are minus 120. Milwaukee, not much to play for, as they have a pretty locked in to their playoff positioning. The Dodgers will face the Rockies. Dodgers coming off a loss. They are two games back now of the Giants in the National League West standings. Max Scherzer going for the Cy Young will be pitching against Kyle Freeland. The Dodgers are a minus 250 favorite. Mariners against the A's. Yusei Kikuchi goes up against Chris Bassett. The A's are a minus 160 favorite at home. Mariners plus 140. The Braves, who are three games up on the Phillies in the National League East, they go up against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Charlie Morton on the hill for Atlanta. Madison Bumgarner for Arizona. The Braves are minus 190. The Diamondbacks plus 160. Giants will send Logan Webb to the hill against you Darvish. Logan Webb uh, and the Giants are pretty much even money. It's minus 110 both ways. Giants and Padres. Nationals and the Reds, uh, they were rained out on Wednesday. Luis Castillo will start against Patrick Corbin. And uh, Castillo and the Reds are a minus 195 favorite. Corbin and the Nationals plus 165. Uh, other games with playoff importance here as we uh, move down the uh, the list here. The Phillies will take on the Pirates at home. Aaron Nola on the hill against Connor Overton. Phillies are minus 250. Pirates plus 200. Blue Jays will send Steven Matz to the hill against Michael Pineda for the Twins. The Blue Jays are minus 145. Twins are plus 125. So, what do we like here? for this slate coming up on Thursday. I'll tell you what, I cannot foresee the Dodgers losing against the Rockies. I, I would be baffled 
if Max Scherzer loses against the Rockies. He has been absolutely lights out since he became a member of the Dodgers. He is pitching for the Cy Young. And looking at, at, at his numbers since he became a member of this team, it is just disgusting. And I mean disgusting in like a good way, right? So Max Scherzer, uh, since becoming a member of the Dodgers this season, is 7-0 with a .78 ERA in nine starts. In 58 innings as a member of the Dodgers, he has struck out 79. He has only walked seven. He's allowed just 31 hits and only five earned runs. That is otherworldly. So I don't see any way that Scherzer and the Dodgers lose this game. Am I comfortable laying minus 250? It's a high line. If you're looking at the first five innings, the Dodgers are minus one on DraftKings' first five innings at minus 125. They're minus 220 for the first five-inning run line. But here's what uh, I'll do, because I love doing these money line parlays, right? Let's take the Dodgers at minus 250 and find them a partner. For the past couple of days, we've been on the Yankees and the Phillies as dance partners. Now let's find them. Let's find the uh, Dodgers a dance partner here at minus two fifty. We want to lower those odds. The ones that jump out to me, I could go with the Reds over the Nationals, as uh, the Reds will be playing in a makeup game against the Nationals. The game uh, did get rained out, and um, that might be a double header, so it might be a seven inning game. Uh, yeah, let's see here. It is going to be. No, that's just one game. I guess they're going to play a doubleheader maybe uh, later on. Um, I don't know when that game is going to get made up. Uh, oh, maybe they're going to make it up. Yeah, they're going to make it up on Monday, September 27th. So it's just one standalone game. Reds, playoff lives are on the line here. They are four and a half games back of the St. Louis Cardinals in the National League wildcard standings. They lose this game. You can pretty much kiss any chance at winning the wildcard goodbye. The Reds schedule for the remainder of the season, uh, as they sit here at four and a half games back, they will play against the Nationals for three games, four games, excuse me. It was the Pirates game uh, that uh, was rained out that they have to reschedule for Monday the 27th. You got four games here against the Nationals. Then they have the makeup game against the Pirates. Then they will play the White Sox for two games and then three games against the Pirates to end the year. So the three games against the Pirates to end the year, you can win those games. You can even win the the makeup game. So you can win four games against the Pirates. You're going to be favored in all four games. Uh, The White Sox games, those are going to be tough, but the White Sox might not be playing for anything. You might see uh, some some bench players get some uh, at-bats there. And the Nationals, not really playing for much. They're playing at the strings as well. You will be favored in all four games at home against the Washington Nationals. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that you can make a push here for the wild card if the Cardinals wind up slipping up, but they've been so hot winning 11 straight, it'll be hard to go against them. But if you think that that's the way to go, Luis Castillo against Patrick Corbin, Reds picking up a win here at home against the Nationals, well, that two-team parlay between the Reds and the Dodgers would be plus 111. The other candidate for me would be the Phillies, would be backing Aaron Nola. And uh, honestly, I think that's the way I'm going to go. Uh, I've backed the Phillies the past couple of nights here, three days in a row against the uh, Baltimore Orioles, and their offense honestly has been very sluggish, and it's been very disappointing. Uh, I, I expected the Phillies to blow out the Orioles in these games. Um, you know, pick, picking them on the run line was something that I was intrigued by, uh, but their offense, they scored four runs, on Wednesday in a win, they scored three runs. On Tuesday on a win, and Monday they got shut out. Uh, but this is a team that needs to take advantage of these four games against the Pirates because they have three games coming up against the Braves on the 28th, 29th, and 30th. Those three games will determine the National League East, but only if Philly maintains their deficit, meaning they cannot drop further behind the Atlanta Braves. They need to stay three at the most, three at the most, 
So they have to win these games. There is a heightened sense of importance for these games. So, two-team money line parlay, Phillies and Dodgers, minus 104. That is going to be the official Major League Baseball play coming up here for Thursday. So, official plays for Thursday, we got Dodgers, Phillies, money line parlay at minus 104. We have the Panthers in a two-team teaser with the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. So, that means we get the Panthers at minus two going up against the Houston Texans. I also have the Panthers as my survivor pick, so we need them to win here Thursday night. Please keep me alive in Survivor. I don't want to lose with an eight-point favorite, okay? I want to sit and relax on Thursday, on Sunday, excuse me, knowing that I picked up a win and everyone else is sweating out the games. And how about a plus 225 prop bet? Christian McCaffrey over two touchdowns. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the Look Ahead here on VSIN. This is VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most in- 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 so you can make the most at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.